Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast, hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan world naturals bikini pro, coach, author, and blogger, who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. Buddy, and welcome to the 77th episode of the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. I am your beloved host, Sam Shorky. Beloved. And you'll all be very happy to hear that we are finally doing an episode that you actually want to hear. One that has been suggested to us so many times and we are finally covering it and we're having a glass of wine. Should we do a little cheers? So cheers to everybody. Anywho. Anywho, we are covering quick and easy high-protein vegan meal prep on the 77th episode, folks. Cheers to this delicious glass of wine that will probably be the only time we ever drink wine as we record, so this could go really good or really bad. Who knows? But that's what the New Year's all about, taking risks. (laughs) Yeah, because you take a lot of risks. I sure do. I'm so spontaneous. (laughs) Either way, I think we should dedicate this episode to our beloved Patreon supporter, Jessie. She has been asking for a simple meal prep episode for a while now. And Jessie is one of those amazing ER nurses who has been uh, pretty much a superhero for the last, uh, what, two years now? Yep. So whatever we can do to make her life a little bit easier, we're willing to do. Right. And by we, I mean Sam. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Jessie, this one is for you. We love you. Thank you for supporting us for so many years, whether it was as a client or a Patreon supporter or who now I consider one of our dear internet friends. Yeah, sometimes we just get nice emails from her. Yeah, I know. She's good at replying to our Patreon newsletters, and she's an ER nurse, and she's been putting up with a lot of crap since COVID hit, so everybody, God bless her. And yeah, Sarah, what are your suggestions for this episode? I don't have any. I'm here to take notes. Yeah, okay. And I was thinking maybe I could say fast and dirty every time you provide a meal prep idea to the listeners. Okay, I actually am okay with this. I approve. And well, it's not like you provide much useful information on any other episodes, so not much changing on that front. And on that note, let's get right to the meal prep tips, shall we? All right, well, 
The first thing I wanted to mention is that I think people stress about meal prep way too much. And I can honestly say this as a coach who's been doing this for now a solid decade. I just, I know people are constantly panicking, not knowing what to eat or how to meal prep properly in order to hit their macros and do it in an efficient way. And I just wanna say that the tips I'm going to share today are more or less what I'm doing at this stage in my life, meaning I'm not training for a bikini competition in a few months. I am a single mom of a two-year-old. I run my own business. I am severely sleep deprived and basically never stop working or cleaning up after a two-year-old. So I don't have much time for meal prep either these days. And I totally feel for all you guys listening and struggling with this. I'm also not measuring or weighing track very rarely the food that I'm eating and I'm usually eating similar foods to what I make for my toddler because obviously that is the most easy way for me to eat when we can both share the same foods so these are tips and tricks that I have kind of mastered over the last couple of years and for anyone else who is needing something a little more in-depth and hardcore because say maybe you are following a strict set of macros or you're prepping for a show or a photo shoot. Fuck off. (laughs) Well, I was actually going to say that they could hire me to work on a one-on-one basis. Right. Me. Yeah, there's that too. So welcome. Welcome, friends. Yeah. And if you don't want to hire me, well, then you can fuck off. Uh, All right, so let's try to organize this episode based on which meal slash time of day we are addressing. And even though I hate to think of meals as breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I prefer to go with meals one, meal two, meal three, etc., etc. as my clients know. But I realize most people do not think the way that I do. So for the general population, let's start with super easy vegan high protein breakfast ideas. Smoothies. You I could not live without my smoothie. In fact, I almost enjoy it almost as much as my morning coffee. Even in the winter you do smoothies? Yep, every day. Yeah, see, I am a huge fan of smoothies in the summertime, but I gotta admit, I don't drink them very often in the colder months, and I definitely do not love smoothies anywhere near on the same level as my coffee, no matter what season it is. Yeah, I know I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I personally prefer to eat my calories rather than drink them. I also have horrible gum recession with my teeth, so anything that is too cold is like literally torture for my teeth. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, you offered me a fresh green juice and it was warm. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So I personally enjoy room temperature beverages. My teeth do. I do not recommend them. But isn't it a fact that drinking warm liquids is actually better for your health and digestion than cold ones? Actually, I've heard that too. Yeah. Is it a myth though? I don't know, but I think this is a Google inquiry totally meant for our blinded by science soundbite, right? Let's do it. (laughs) 
An older and small study from 1978 did find that drinking cold water made nasal mucus thicker and more difficult to pass through the respiratory tract. By comparison, the researchers found that hot soup and hot water helped people breathe more easily. Yeah, soup always makes my nose run. Really? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to break you out of character there. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, you did, totally. As I was saying, if you're trying to treat a cold or a flu, drinking cold water might actually make your congestion worse. There are also some health conditions that drinking cold water can aggravate, such as triggering a migraine in people who already experience migraines. Now here is something worth noting as well, that in traditional Chinese medicine, drinking cold water with hot food is believed to create an imbalance. So you might have noticed that you are always served warm water or hot tea with your meal. Drinking cold water does have its benefits, however. According to a 2012 study, drinking cold water during exercise can help your body from overheating and make your workout a bigger success. This is probably because drinking cold water makes it easier for your body to maintain a lower core temperature. But basically, the key takeaway here, everyone, is that both cold and warm water are great for hydration. Mystery solved. I feel like that one was pretty anticlimactic. Yeah, I honestly got bored even doing the voice that I normally love doing so much. I actually kind of stopped paying attention to you halfway through. All right, great. Well, moving on to quick and easy breakfast ideas. Fast and dirty. All right, so any moron with a blender can figure out smoothies. Yo! (laughs) (laughs) Now, one that I definitely suggest to my clients a lot is overnight oats. And this is super easy to make. And literally, you can bring it with you in the mornings. You can just pop off the lid of your little mason jar when you wake up and Bam, one quick and easy high protein meal in the bag. So yeah, you basically just get a mason jar out and you get layering. The key thing to remember when you're making overnight oats is that you always want the liquid to be the last thing that you add. So you're gonna put your oats on the bottom. Uh, My personal favorite is a recipe of mine that is still on the Vega site to this day, although I don't want you buying their protein powder, guys. You wanna get the jacked on the beanstalk protein (laughs) powder, all right? But I'll still link up the recipe. And basically you put half a cup of rolled oats on the bottom, then a scoop of jacked on the beanstalk vanilla protein (laughs) powder, then a quarter cup of fresh or frozen berries and then I like to glob a tablespoon of peanut butter or you could do powdered PB if you're really watching your fat intake then I sprinkle a little bit of cinnamon and then I pour one cup of unsweetened vanilla almond milk or you could even do just water on top of everything you put the mason jar lid back on pop it in the fridge overnight give it a good stir in the morning maybe add a little bit more liquid if it's not quite creamy enough and there you go breakfast is served fast and dirty and i think we need to dedicate an entire portion of this episode to another favorite of mine that i probably put on like literally every single client plan 
tofu scramble. Ah, I feel like we need to cheers to tofu scramble. To tofu scramble. I'm done my wine and Sarah's, her sips are pretty pussy. Yeah, you ate when I got here and I'm starving. Well, that's not my problem. You didn't come prepared. Nobody told me I was going to be forced to drink wine. Well, I told you I'll make you something to eat after we're done recording. I'll be drunk by then. (laughs) All right, so tofu scramble. An absolute must for every high-protein vegan meal prep. There are so many variations out there. I also want to give a shout-out to our jacked vegan man friend and Patreon supporter, Phil. Phil! for sharing his own baked tofu scramble recipe with us. And I'm really hoping to have it posted on my blog by the time this episode goes to air. But yeah, Phil was a client with me for a while. And so for us ladies who would normally scramble up one block per batch of tofu scramble and have that last a good three or four days, well, in order to support Phil's muscle building goals, he was eating a shit ton of tofu, like at least an entire brick a day. Good God. Yeah, so Phil had the brilliant idea of cubing multiple bricks of tofu, mixing them up with all of the seasonings of his choice, and then he would bake them in the oven. And then once they're all the way cooked through, he'd mix in some sauteed vegetables and bam, he had baked tofu scramble that lasted for days fast and dirty (laughs) i personally enjoy tofu scramble at any meal i like to have it for breakfast usually but i've definitely been known to have it for lunch and dinner as well and again there are so many variations it's a great way to use up whatever vegetables you have in the fridge that's what i usually do i check okay the celery is about to expire so tofu scramble and it takes no time at all to cook up a big batch of tofu scramble. So if you don't have this in your regular meal prep rotation, <laughs> is that your other regular contribution to this episode, Sarah, or you're just getting drunk and, and belligerent? Maybe. Okay, well, thanks for that. So another fast and easy or fast and dirty breakfast go-to for me is sauteed kale and tempeh. I know I've talked about this one before. My dad loves smelling this one (laughs) when I make it at their house. But yeah, I'm sure I've talked about this one many times, but it's just, it's even a recipe in my cookbook. But I basically heat up a little bit of coconut oil in a pan or a cast iron skillet. I throw some strips of tempeh in there. I let them cook on one side, then I flip them over move them all to the side of the skillet, and then I throw in a giant handful of shredded kale, add some salt and pepper, whatever herbs and spices you like. I also enjoy fresh thyme with some onion and garlic if I'm wanting to make it a little more Jamaican style, mon. Yeah, remember when I dated that Jamaican guy who was in a long distance relationship with him before The Wrestler? Wow, that seems like forever ago. Well, it was like less than... Well, three years ago. Yeah, I don't know. There have been so many. But yeah, anyways, tempeh veggie skillet for breakfast. Always a win. And a gross breakfast. I love it. All right, moving on to lunch. 
my most hated meal of the day. Why? I don't know. It just, it feels like such a pain in the ass. It interrupts your day because you're hungry and then it's like, what do I eat? I hate having to feed it to my children. I'm not like you. I can't eat dinner at every time of the day. I don't know. Everything about it, fuck off. <laughs> Remember on the last podcast we were talking about raising your vibration? I think you need to raise your vibrational lunch energies, Sarah. Yeah. Oh, before I get into typical lunch ideas, I wanted to give everyone another idea that I just thought of that could actually be for breakfast, lunch, brunch, whatever you want. And this one seems to be a regular in my fridge. And that is vegan quiche. If you're not overly concerned about the carbs and fat too much, or if you are, a crustless quiche, aka a frittata, if you are in a caloric deficit. I like to make my own vegan version of a quiche Lorraine that I call quiche Laurent. Nice. And it's basically a tofu base, like most vegan quiches are. And I like to add some cashews for added creaminess and a shitload of onions that Sarah would thoroughly enjoy. I mm. literally put three whole onions in one Are quiche. you serious? Yeah. Oh I love God. onions. I think I also, though, if you're not too onion crazy like Sarah, mom's quiche recipe is on my blog, but frittata style and obviously vegan. We can link that one up for everybody in the show notes. But yeah, great idea. It's like a one pan wonder and super high protein goes great with the salad with lunch have it with you know some sausages for breakfast make it super high protein but or some sauteed kale as we already mentioned super easy but yeah okay lunch i guess most people what do you what is lunch like soup and salads yeah i i think of sandwiches but the amount of effort needed in order to create a delicious sandwich is just not something i'm willing to do well not to mention a lot of carbs like two pieces of bread (laughs) My clients are lucky if I grant them one slice of Ezekiel bread per day. (laughs) Well, interestingly enough, I often make a tofu scramble sandwich for lunch with some ketchup. Well, if you want to lean down a bit, I suggest making an open-faced Ezekiel sandwich from now on. Fuck off! Okay, so again, I typically eat the same shit that I would eat for dinner at lunchtime, but trying to appease the people who like to stick to typical lunch foods, I'm thinking chickpea salads, vegan egg salad made out of tofu served open face on one slice of Ezekiel bread or even a rice cake would hit those macros nicely or even on a bed of lettuce or romaine lettuce if you're really watching your carbs. I also love doing a vegan Caesar salad where it's easy to make a big batch of tofu Caesar dressing. That would last you the whole week. Cook up a couple packages of tempeh bacon or make your own tempeh bacon. Or if you're trying to stay away from soy, you could make some crunchy chickpea 
pea croutons, and then have a big old hearty vegan Caesar salad for lunch. And that's easy too. You could literally chop up a whole bunch of romaine lettuce, wash it, chop it up, put that in the fridge, and then have your dressing ready-made too, your crunchy chickpea croutons or your tempeh bacon, and then sprinkle on some nutritional yeast before it's ready to be made, and boom, that's super easy. Now, are most of these recipes you're mentioning in your cookbook? Yes, quite a few of them are, like the tofu Caesar dressing and the chickpea croutons. In case anyone's wondering, I know I don't promote it very often, but my cookbook is called The Vegan Bodybuilder's Cookbook, if anyone's wondering, available on Amazon Prime. I was just thinking we should hook up our patrons with these recipes so they feel special. Hey, you contributed a good idea, Sarah. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Drink your wine or I'm going to drink it. Drink your wine. So is that an actual (laughs) song? (laughs) Is it? Yes, it is. It's uh, feeling that. (laughs) Okay. All right. So for everyone else, here is a super quick and easy high protein lunch idea that doesn't involve buying my cookbook or becoming a patron. Beans and dogs. <laughs> Make some beans! So, so this is it, guys. You literally just want to cook up a bunch of veggie dogs or vegan sausages. Make some beans! You're going to open up a can of baked beans. Make sure they're vegan, obviously. The tomato-based ones are going to be better macros than the maple-flavored ones. Chop up them veggie dogs and stir them into the beans. <laughs> And you, my friends, have got yourself a fast and dirty macro-friendly lunch. Make some beans! Fast and dirty! (laughs) (laughs) Should we cheers to that? You're just trying to make me drink more. Yeah, I am. Okay, so I think there are so many salads that you can make that will align nicely with your vegan bodybuilding goals. You just need to make sure you've got some kind of protein in there. And I think that's what most people struggle with. So quinoa salads are a good option. Lentil soup. Ooh, this reminds me. This is a great idea that has been a lifesaver for me when I'm pressed for time, especially with Harry, needing to give him something quick to eat that's healthy. So Amy's lentil soup, that shit is a staple in my house and Harry loves it. So I always keep a bunch of cans on hand. I usually cook up a big pot of white rice at all times too, because anyone who's worked with me knows that I'm a big advocate for white rice as the best post-workout carb source. And this meal right here is jam-packed full of amino acids. So it makes an awesome post-workout meal, especially if you wanna do like me and drink a jacked on the beanstalk protein shake right after you train. I usually have mine on the drive home from the gym. Then I have some rice and beans to follow. And yeah, with the Amy's soup, this is so easy guys. You open the can of soup, you don't even have to add water, heat it up in a pot, dump it over a bowl of rice, heat it up in the microwave, stir it up, and voila. Fast and dirty. I also would like to mention that the Amy's lentil soup isn't super high in protein. So for those who are really striving to hit super high protein targets, I would add some additional cooked or canned lentils into it because it's a soup, remember. So there's plenty to go around of that broth and welcome some extra lentils into the party. Lentil party. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm seriously contemplating having you do this voice on every episode. Yeah, like every time you really want to drive a point home, I'll just echo it in a whisper. Yeah. Okay, so something else that I want to talk about is the actual meal prep aspect itself. As I was mentioning, I always have a batch of tofu scramble made up in the fridge, and I almost always keep cooked rice on hand, but I usually do the same with vegetables. Now I go in spurts with these, I tend to wash and chop a ton of raw veggies during the warmer months, and I'll typically eat those with hummus. And then in the colder months, I'll usually roast a ton of veggies in the oven. So for instance, earlier this week, when you came over and we were talking about this episode, I made you like a super random lunch, but I basically combined all the leftover things I had in my fridge. So some of it was roasted Brussels sprouts and roasted red pepper and broccoli. And then I mixed it up with some white rice that I had in the fridge. And then I had also done some very plain baked tofu just like a spritz of olive oil and salt and pepper. I think that's all I did with it. And then I topped all of this stuff with like a super simple cashew based ginger turmeric dressing. And again, these are some of the things I always have on hand. So it's super easy to bake up some tofu cubes and then serve them with whatever sauce or condiments I'm feeling at that time. Or I'll just combine like I did for lunch the other day. I had some rice cooked up, some tofu cubed and baked, and some veggies roasted. And then I did a quick and easy little dressing, mixed it all together, and yeah, how was it? Yeah, it was pretty good. I really need to get more into Brussels sprouts. They're delicious and so good for you. Did you know that Brussels sprouts are hugely beneficial for preventing DNA damage and cancer growth? I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I, I, just, I don't know. I always think I don't like them, but I really do. Yeah, especially. And they're seasonal. They're a great winter vegetable. I had them for breakfast. Ugh. <laughs> okay, so again, knowing that I'm not one of these breakfast, lunch, and dinner types. Clearly. But let's move on to dinner, shall we? Well, wait a minute. I'm guessing this is something everyone wants to know, or at least I do. But what are the Sam Shorky staples that are in your fridge at any given time? Hmm. Good question. Thank you. Well, I do have a list in my cookbook for the record, grocery shopping list, but definitely tofu and tempeh, a big bag of lemons because anyone who's worked with me knows I'm a big believer and I've mentioned it on the podcast, a big glass of lemon water every morning, warm. I always have kale, green beans, broccoli, whatever green veggies are in season, always keep those in the fridge. I'm a big fan of green beans and broccoli, mostly because they're so good, just steamed, and they really work well with whatever I'm having for dinner, like whatever protein, they don't involve any additional fat added, you just steam green beans and broccoli and away you go. And that's fresh, not frozen, right? Yeah, always. I honestly hate the taste of frozen vegetables unless it's spinach, which I always keep in the freezer for smoothies. And then I I like to add it to things like protein pancakes. So I basically get one of those giant 
tubs, those plastic tubs of fresh spinach, and then I just put it straight into the freezer. But that reminds me of another good breakfast idea is making up a huge batch of protein pancakes. I find they're so portable, which is good for clients who are have to go to work or they're on their feet all day or doing a ton of driving, people who don't have access to a microwave during the day. I have a few recipes actually for protein pancakes and I can definitely link up one of those on the show notes for this episode and then maybe we can send another one to our patrons, one that I usually recommend to my clients. So yeah, some of my cupboard staples are my own protein powder, oats definitely, cans of beans, obviously. I also keep vital wheat gluten flour for protein pancakes, or I like to make protein cookies if I'm craving something sweet or like a little mug cake in the evening. So I even actually keep my vital wheat gluten flour in a giant bread canister right on my countertop at all times. My fridge always has unsweetened soy milk in there. Bragg's liquid aminos, the healthy soy sauce alternative if you're not familiar with that. Also Bragg's apple cider vinegar, which I always tell my clients is such a good thing to add to as much of your food as possible because it helps to increase the hydrochloric acid of your stomach, which of course is going to aid in digestion and help alkalize your body. I know I've mentioned this on previous podcasts, but I love to have a decorative fruit bowl on my countertop as well. Always keep it filled with lemons, limes, whatever in-season fruits are around or whatever I'm feeling that week. Currently, I've got some mangoes and bananas in there. Then in my freezer, I like to keep, for frozen stuff, I do like to keep berries for smoothies or overnight oats purposes. And I do buy butternut squash frozen because let's be real, ain't nobody got time for roasting, seeding, and peeling squash. And Harry loves butternut squash soup, by the way. So that's always a quick and easy kid-friendly lunch option that I just give him with like an Ezekiel bagel. Oh, and I do admit that there are quite a few faux meats in there. I know a lot of you vegans are anti-faux meats. And as much as I do eat more tofu, tempeh, beans, and protein powder than processed vegan meats, remember how I was saying I often do steamed green veggies for dinner? Well, it's pretty friggin' easy to pair those with some Guardian whole grain veggie nuggets for Harry. Oh, or here is a good tip for everyone listening. If you ain't got time to cook up tempeh or baked beans or whatever, or a vegan quiche frittata, the macros guys on the Guardian chicken scallopinis, each one is just 100 calories, only six grams of fat, five grams of carbs, and get this, 11 grams of protein. Holy shit. So I'm just putting this out there, but I think between sharing this one little quick and dirty, quick and dirty tip with you guys and the Amy's soup and rice and the beans and dogs, (laughs) you listeners should be feeling like your minds are blown right now. My mind is blown. (laughs) (laughs) This is a long enough episode, right? Yes, we're done. And I am very excited for the song choice that we decided on 
to sing for this episode. Yes, I picked it this time. And it's been a regular on my gym playlist for many years now. Yeah, I don't know this one at all. Believe it or not, Sarah is not a huge Eminem fan. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of rap to begin with. You know, unless we're talking old school rap. Well, just FYI, you old, not with it hag. (laughs) Many of our listeners would probably consider Eminem old school. Just saying. Okay. But yeah, uh, such a good song. Kind of appropriate for this episode, right? I guess. We were really struggling to come up with a song about meal prep. Believe it or not, there aren't many out there. But yeah, because so many people get overwhelmed and defeated when it comes to meal prepping and just eating healthy in general, we will be singing, rapping, M&Ms till I collapse. And I hope not to butcher it nearly as horribly as I butchered Shanapal at a karaoke bar a couple years ago. I don't think anything could be as bad as that. Yeah, it was brutal. All right, let's do this, Sarah. Sometimes you just feel tired. You feel weak. And when you feel weak, you feel like you want to just give up. You got to search within you. You got to find that inner strength and just pull that shit out of you. Get that motivation to not give up and not be a quitter. No matter how bad you want to just fall flat on your face and collapse. Till I collapse, I'm spilling these raps long as you feel them. Till the day that I drop, you'll never see that I'm not killing them. Cause when I am not, then I'm not stop pinning them. And I'm not hip hop hop and I'm just not Eminem. Subliminal thoughts when I'm stop sending them. Women are caught in web spin them and hawk venom. Adrenaline shots of penicillin. Could I get the illin to stop? Amoxicillin's just not real enough. The criminal crop killing hop hop villain. A minimal swap to cop millions of pock listeners. You're coming with me, feeling or not, you're gonna fear it like I showed you the spirit of God lives in us. You hear it a lot, lyrics the shock. Is it a miracle or am I just product of pop fizzing up? But shizzle my whizzle, this is the plot. Listen up, you bizzles forgot, shizzles not give a fuck. Roof comes up till the lights go out, till my legs give out. Can't shut my mouth till the smoke clears out. Am I high perhaps? I'm gonna rip the shit till my bones. Collapse till the roof comes up, till the lights go out, till my legs give out, till my shut my mouth, till the smoke clears out. Am I high? Perhaps I'ma rip this shit till the bones collapse. Booyah! You guys like that? You feeling that? Okay, white bitch, take it easy. (laughs) (laughs) I was feeling that, Sari. Or it's the wine giving me that extra confidence. Well, hope you guys enjoyed that. I'm sure when we listen to the recording back, I'll be cringing something awful. Nevertheless, I hope that Beans and Dogs was a mind (laughs) blower for all of you guys listening. And that alone made you realize why you support and subscribe to Jacked on the Beanstalk, motherfuckers. 
And nothing's going to make you feel more badass than frying up your beans and dogs while listening to some Eminem. All right, everybody have a good week. Sarah's about to pass out if I don't feed her this acorn squash arugula salad I just made for us. So you guys enjoy your meal prep. Shorky sisters, out, motherfucker.